How's it going, yeah. man? Good, good. How are you? Good. So I want to make sure I'm pronouncing your name right. It's, it's uh, Gui? Gui Sanchez? Uh, Gui? Gui? Just Gui. Cool. Yep. Awesome. Uh, my name's K-Man, or my name's Kyle, but uh, people call me K-Man. How's it going? Good. What's up, man? Nice meeting you. Oh, well, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. I really appreciate it. We're recording right now, so if uh, yeah, we're just ready to go if you want. Yep. I'm ready. Awesome. Awesome. So, uh, yeah, with me today, I've got Guy Sanchez, and you are the lead singer of the band? I am. I am uh, rhythm guitar and uh, lead singer. Awesome. And the band is called Under Influence. Yep. Awesome. And you said you guys are 90s punk rock from the third world. Yeah, we're from Brazil, right? So we're pretty much third world guys. Uh, but uh, yeah, it, we it's like we, we really love punk rock, like 90s California style punk rock, you know, like no effects and Pennywise, Bad Religion and so on. And uh, we actually are still playing the same same shit as always. So we're we're kind of stuck in the '90s. That's awesome because I myself am a huge fan of punk rock and especially of those bands like you said, No Effects and Bad Religion, uh, Pennywise, everything like that. I played in a punk band uh, years ago, and we had the same sort of influences. So that's why I was a uh, I was attracted to your sound because I was it came up on Instagram just randomly. Your your band popped up. And I was like, oh my god, this is exactly what I love to hear when I'm skateboarding or doing whatever. Yeah, awesome. I mean, uh, it's, it's the sound like uh, for uh, skate, uh, you know, skating or surfing or whatever. So that's the idea. And for, for some moshing as well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Doing some moshing in the pit. Uh, what's the punk scene like in, uh, in Brazil? You guys are from uh, Sao Paulo, correct? We are. Uh, I mean, it, there there is a scene, you know. Uh, there are, uh, actually, it's it's kind of coming back. Uh, I think it's uh, after COVID, uh, a lot of bands are uh, reuniting or getting together the first time, or you know. And uh, there's actually a scene happening, and uh, eventually those big bands like No Fags, Bad Religion, etc. They 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 come down here to play uh, once in like I don't know four years or so so there are audience you know it's not like huge right like in america or, or canada or or maybe europe but but there are like when those bands they come here uh concerts are all like uh, sold out or or packed you know like a couple thousand kids go go to this, those concerts right so there's a scene yeah. Do you think if these bands come, like, let's say, like, if Pennywise comes to tour, would it be possible that you guys are going to be opening for them? If you guys have, like, that sort of influence towards the scene, would they be asking you guys to open? Or would they, they would bring their own people? Yeah, I mean, th that would be, like, the ultimate goal. <laughs> right. I mean, uh, th there are cool bands that, that are more, uh, I don't know how to, how to phrase it, but are more involved in the scene. And they, they might get, like, a an easy way to 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 you know to be opening those concerts and uh we're a new band but uh i, I want we want to give it a try you know like uh that that would be awesome to play with like uh those bands because i i love them and uh, i i would do it for free i mean of course i i would i would just like uh you know love to to hang and party and play some punk rock and that that would be all for me you know 
that'd be awesome. So hopefully that would happen if these guys come to town and uh, you guys could open for them. Uh, when did your band start? When did you guys start playing? So that's a cool story. So my band, it's uh, we're four guys in the band and three of them, uh, they play like in a band. I don't know. It's been like 20 years together or 19 years. So it's a long journey. Wow. And, uh, but it's, and, and we've been friends for, uh, for a big while, a couple of years, like 10 years or so. And, uh, the, the thing is that they, they never had the, like the front man, like, or the singer or the one who's like, you know, writing songs and shit. And, uh, I played in other bands and, uh, I never got actually good musicians and they're, they're fucking good musicians. <laughs> So I always played with shitty musicians, and they they didn't get the frontman. So and we were friends, and I don't know why we we never did it before. Like okay, let's do the band, you know, the four of us. So that's uh, during the pandemic, like 2020, I guess. We were like, yeah, we're. They said, ah, oh, we're, you know, back playing together and. You want to go there in, in the practice or you know i said yeah let's do it and uh since first first time we had one song and uh i i learned it it's it's kind of easy right it's a couple chords punk rock right and uh that was pretty good you know that was, that was pretty good so i i did like the the lyrics for the the music and you know we we got together to jam and to to see what happened and it turns out that it was pretty good so we were like okay let's do the band uh we didn't have a name or or anything so i just started writing songs and 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 they did too and we get together get get shit done and and uh so now we're we're releasing an album uh, that was unexpected yeah so uh what's when's the album coming out you told me it's coming out in the next couple of days correct yeah the 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 album is coming next week i think it's uh nine of june or or eight some some something around that but next. uh next week yeah cool and you could find your stuff uh under influence on spotify yeah and we're there i think there are a couple under influence bands but uh we're there yeah that's uh, another thing too when it popped up i had the the words uh tupa tupa what is it what does that mean Oh yeah. Okay. So this is, um, you know, it's it's kind of the way to write uh, the sound of the drums for punk rock because the drums are like tupa 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 tupa. You know. Oh, interesting. Okay. So, so in Brazil we say like it's like kind of a joke. Like okay, oh, it's this kind of music like '90s punk rock tupa tupa. You know, it's like the sound <laughs> of the drum. It's it's kind of a joke, but uh, actually a lot of people use that as like a, a reference. Like, okay, oh, what what kind of music? You know, punk rock, tupa tupa. You know, it's uh, it's just a joke. Right. It's it's funny though because it's 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 neat that it kind of goes with, you know, that's, that's the Brazilian kind of slang, I guess, is what you're saying for um, for the style of drums. And it's and when it shows up on your band name, it goes like punk rock from South Brazil, tupa tupa. So everyone who speaks uh, like Portuguese would probably under, or understand that from Brazil. Whereas someone like me, I'd be like, what does that mean? But now that I know it's actually kind of interesting that it, it sounds like that. Yeah, it says. Yeah. And yeah. And actually in Brazil, even in Brazil, if, if they read this tupa tupa thing, they would be, what the fuck is that? But it's, I mean, it's just a joke. So whatever, it's just there, you know, Excellent. And um, you're you're the uh, the songwriter. You wrote the lyrics to the songs that you have here. Is you do you have like um, 
uh, influence to your songwriting? Is there anything like particularly you like to write about? Is there like is it all kind of um, based on real stuff, or do you take things from other bands? So, uh, I mean, uh, I think a lot. So I have like a kind of a loudy mind, and uh, I pretty much write about like uh, society or or human human beings, right. and uh, and and how how we we got so wrong. And, and including myself, you know, uh, because uh, we, we all do mistakes and shit. And uh, today people are always like pointing to each other to point mistakes. But uh, everyone is like, I don't do mistakes, you know. So I kind of write about about it, like humans, relationships uh, or just stuff like that happens every day in my life or people's life. And uh, but I, I I always like to take me as like not the example as well because you know I'm just a, a human being and I do a lot of shit as well. Right, right. Do you have um? Do you are you married? Do you have kids? Do you uh? Do, are they influenced in music at all, or do you uh just kind of live like a punk rock lifestyle just on the road? <laughs> no. So uh, I, I'm 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 like a regular guy. So I, I work every day. I mean, I have weekends, but I, I work in a in a company. Like right. uh, I work with tech. Cool. Uh, I'm like a product manager, and uh, so yeah, I have a girlfriend. Uh, I have a dog, so that's my kid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah fair enough. Uh, and uh, that's pretty much. I work, you know. I I go out a lot. I have a lot of friends. I I my parents have a place uh, like two hours from from the city, by the the ocean. I mean, uh, not right in front of it, but like it, it's like a a city with like a beach, you know. Right. And uh, so I pretty much go every weekend there. And uh, now that I, I work remote, and I have like good internet access over there. I stayed there a lot of time. I just I just uh, came back to the city last night. I was there for like the past week. Cool. So, um, so uh, in São Paulo, is, that's not the capital. Rio is the capital. Is that right? No, it's the capital of Brazil. Is uh, Brasilia? Brazilia. It's, okay. Uh, it, it used to be Rio in the beginning. Okay. Then they 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 built this city. And, but São Paulo is like uh, the biggest one. It's like uh, we're probably around 20 million or so, or between 15 and 20 million in the city, not the state. So it's pretty big. That's that's crazy. Because, yeah, I live in Canada. I live in Toronto, which is like the biggest city in Canada. But, I mean, Canada only has a population of like 35 million. So it's almost like your city is like half of Canada, Canada's whole population. Yeah, the, the state, São Paulo state is like probably two, two times Canada... In terms of population, not not in terms of uh, territory. You know, Canada is pretty big, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we're pretty big. But yeah, we have like no, we have no one living in Canada. We have so much landmass, but no one. It's like unlivable. Lots of places are just like filled with snow and polar bears and shit. So most of the time, yeah, we just live yeah. in Toronto or Vancouver yeah. or Montreal. Yeah. So with uh with your city, do you guys tour around, or do you go to other provinces, or um, what's the what's like your oh. touring like? So it's like uh, our first. Uh, gig will be in july uh next july so in a one, kind of one month and a half uh it's gonna be our first uh actually live concert uh it's gonna be like the the album release party and first concert so it's all new you know 
That's awesome. So yeah, it's a uh, it's a good thing. That, yeah, you're gonna put your album out then tour. Did you guys uh, do any tours before, or you guys? You said you're kind of a new band, so you've just been kind of playing the local scene. Yeah, I mean, di- with this band under influence, this is gonna be our first ever show, you know. Uh, and we have more more to come. Uh, we're we're uh, going after some other concerts, but uh, I mean, I, I had other bands, and uh, before this project, I was playing on a No Facts cover, not cover band, but tribute band, you know. So I played couple cities and couple gigs in São Paulo, and uh, the guys that I played with, they they had this this band like for twenty years, and. Uh, they played when when we were kids like they were so good and uh they played like some concerts around as well right okay so that's good so you guys have a bit of experience touring and doing shows and uh have you have you made have you recorded any other music with the other bands like with the no effects uh, tribute band or has your other members played other shows or um recorded any other albums yeah i mean uh we we, we have uh nothing recorded i mean they do because it was like their songs but for the no facts project it was just like practice practice and, and shows you know uh because i mean i I, w- I wouldn't uh record like a cover i mean a cover band you know so just practice and, and concerts and and they do have something recorded somewhere the, the band used to be the name was nuts nuts like okay <laughs> I, I don't know what kind of nuts, but uh, Brazil nuts—that's what it is, right? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure. Our so, drummer, our drummer—you know—he's—he's he's a he's a, uh, a nut sack. So <laughs> maybe that. Maybe the name was after him. I don't know. <laughs> um, so when I was listening to your recordings, you guys have like a really like it sounds amazing. Like whoever recorded it and mastered it is like. Uh, did you guys do this yourself or do you have like a recording studio went to uh so we did uh thanks for that and uh we did um so there is a guy or our producer he's uh he, he used to play in big bands here in brazil he's uh well known and he actually did uh i think the the sound for the the punking drublic uh documentary Oh, excellent! Something okay. related to yeah, it's it's awesome. Something related to the fat wreck. I think he did like or either sound or color of the the video. I don't know some, something he participated, and uh, he's really good uh, on recording. Uh, pretty much like this style, uh, he he's really good at punk rock, and he's a excellent guitarist. You know, guitar player. Right. Uh, and uh, he, we did all in his studio in. Uh, besides drums that uh we recorded in another place but uh just because there's there's no uh there's not a drum set in his studio but uh in his friend's studio so we we did it like in a professional way uh not not like professional because we're just you know uh but uh it's pretty good it's it sounds pretty good right it's it's it sounds excellent like i said like it sounds up to like par with all the other punk bands i heard and like when i heard it i was like you know i I, like i said i played in a punk band for many years and uh you know we have recordings here or there but it's always just kind of like haphazardly done we just have mics in front of the the amps and our mastering is just us doing it so the thing is too is like you when you hear punk rock you want to hear 
the exact sounds. You don't want to hear any crap. You don't want, unless, you know, unless that's what you're trying to record. But if you want to have a really good solid sound to put up on Spotify or, or, um, iTunes or, or YouTube, you want to have someone doing it the best they can. You don't want to just have some crappy thing. You want people to know that you're taking pride in the music that you make. Yeah. Yeah. No, we, we, we did it kind of right. It took us uh, time, you know, because, uh, we, we are, I mean, we don't live, uh, we don't make any money with music. You know, we all have like a, the other guitar player just got married. The other, you know, we have our lives and and we do other shit. Uh, so it's like a for fun thing, but uh, we it's like our hobby. But it's something that we wanna make it like a, like a professional way to have fun. Let's say this way. So uh, we we did it right, you know, with a producer in a in a in a place that uh, provide us like a good good uh you know way to record or the sound is pretty good you know and uh and yeah th- th- that was like a, a work session it was like a lot of work uh but you know just just for fun but that that's why it, t- it took it so long it's like a 10 months maybe and or our record is like 10 music 10 10 songs and and uh i don't know it's like 24 minutes maybe the whole thing so it took us time because sometimes like I could go but the bass player could not and the producer had another another thing to do and you know and sometimes we we, we went there but uh, we just like you know drink a lot and take took a lot of drugs and nothing <laughs> like, no, you know not productive at all and and yeah it's, it was fun anyway so that, that, that's- we, we just like let it go. Let let the shit go. That's that's the thing about uh, recording music too. Is I mean, as much as you love the work, it is work. Like it's still you have to you know you have to get up with the intention to do something. And I think a month a song is kind of the way it's done. So you said you have ten songs. It took ten months. That's probably like the way I would think it goes. Um, you want to have it dialed in. You don't want to rush anything. And uh, yeah, and you said like you know drinking and you know doing drugs. Clearly, it's part of the part of the lifestyle sometimes. And you have you said things pop up like you have someone got married, and sometimes you have to do everything else. Unless this is like your job and you're getting paid millions of dollars to do it, you have to. Other stuff has to come up, and you can't always just you know get to a recording studio and make sure everything's done right on time. It's it's almost impossible. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, uh, all of us uh, we work like I don't know eight to six so it's like uh, the whole day working and like after work i would go to the producer's studio and uh you know record or sometimes uh create a little bit you know before recording and i mean we had the structure of the songs like ready uh, almost all the lyrics but you know you always you know change some stuff or mm-hmm. maybe this chord goes better or maybe this part we can do a little different and you know and and then it 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 got done but uh, I think it took too long I think it we could do it in three months most like but maybe next time it, it was a lot of learning you know yeah that's uh that's like a that's an important part too it's the first time you do it you're you really want to like i'm changing this chord i'm changing that chord but next time you record hey it might take you longer it might take you less time it's like you never know it's if it's you know your album could be 20 songs next time or five songs so you don't know how it's going to play out and you really have to just you just got to say like roll with it but you probably know now the better ways to have the producer do everything so you might be able to get it done quicker and hopefully you guys do hopefully you guys keep on putting out albums yeah, I mean, uh, the, the idea now, now it's uh, the market, right? Like the music uh, 
it's different because no one hears an album. I mean, I do, but uh, people, most of the people don't. So we were just releasing an album because it was like a kind of a dream. Like, you know, I, I want to I wanna release an album and, you know, leave it to the world when I'm, I'm gone. So I, I wanted an album. But uh, I know that bands are doing different strategies, you know, releasing uh, EPs or only singles, you know, because it's you know, mo most likely to people to hear one or two songs or three songs, but not like 10 songs in a row. But uh, I really wanted, you know, to do an album with like artwork and all the shit. Uh, it's, it's like a kind of, uh, kind of, um, you know uh the goal not the goal but it's like an accomplishment like okay i just i i'm releasing an album and i'm happy doing that you know right that's what i was gonna say too uh the artwork on this it's it's great it's so punk rock it's very simple but it's like kind of it's kind of gross like it's the eyeball with the um with like the waves on it and stuff who designed your uh who designed your your art here so I have this uh, this cousin, and I, I used to work with uh, advertising. I was a copywriter, and I have this cousin that uh, he was the designer, and he's like a genius uh, drawing. He's an artist. I mean, he works with design for brands, but uh, he does a lot of artistic work, and uh, and and we're really close friends since forever. And I was like. You're the one. I mean, uh, I I didn't have to to think twice before giving him a call and say, hey, so here I got a band. I just got the name, and I want to give kind of this feeling about it to people. And uh, I I I got the idea to do this eye because it represents some stuff and like the way the the eye is like. That was the briefing, like, okay, it's kind of, you know, under influence, uh, it's related to, I mean, influences, <laughs> <laughs> a lot of them. So the, the eye is, is a part of our body that uh, it's it changes sometimes. And, and, and the same way it is aggressive because it's like punk rock, but th there's this uh, kind of booze, drugs part, and uh, there's a... And and the eye, you know, it's like it's watching, and there, there's a lot of kind of meanings, and uh, so in like one or two days, uh, this guy, uh, he just came back to me with this, I mean, this exactly same logo, and uh, he, I was like, fuck, that's it, <laughs> that's it. It's it's really good. Like I said, like it, it's it's a simple design, but it's like it's really detailed too. Like you said, under the influence, like you could see like the bloodshot in it and everything. It looks like it's straining. Like maybe it's got moshed out or something like that. So it's really good. Thanks. So, and uh, he 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 also designed the the artwork for the album. Then uh, I can share that with you. And uh, it's pretty cool too because uh, it's it's like the the approach. It's really like nineties, you know, like the the way of the draw and uh pretty cool yeah it kind of reminds me of like a of like a skate logo you'd see in the 90s like you'd see a sticker of that on someone's like board like on their deck underneath it or something like that it has that style to it yeah what's um what uh instrument you said your rhythm guitarist what what uh um guitars and amps do you use so i i have uh i have two guitars i have a fender stratocaster but uh i'm using a gibson sg use that for the recording yeah yeah i'm 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 currently 
playing i'm i'm in love with this sg so i pretty much use that now uh and uh the other guitar player he has uh one stratocaster as well but uh, he 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 got a, a fender telecaster and it's like a custom shop right it's like amazing it's beautiful I think uh, I think everyone needs to have a Fender. I have a Fender Strat myself. I think everyone in the world, if you're playing guitar, you need a Fender Strat at least in your collection. Even if you don't play it that often, you need one of those. Yeah, and it's it's because I think like the Strato, it's something that uh, you can play whatever. I mean, you can play trash metal or punk rock or jazz or reggae or whatever you want. It's so um, sorry. I don't know. I I forgot the word for this. Versatile, maybe. But it's. Uh, Versatile. Um, yep. It's it's like you can you can play whatever and it will sound good. You know, it's not something because like the, the Gibson, it's more uh you know the sound it sounds more heavy or more yeah you know uh, so it's or rock music or punk or whatever it, it's a good choice. But uh, the 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 Fender Strato, it's like you can play whatever and it, it will sound good. Yeah, no, I, I agree completely. That's the thing. It's like I have a Fender Strat and I could play anything on it, but I also have like an Ibanez, which I'd play more uh, like heavy stuff on. Like I play more punk rock, I'll play my Ibanez because it just has just the sound, different uh, pickups and everything. So with the SG, I completely understand because I see like a lot of metal bands will have SGs and a lot of punk bands will have SGs just because it does have, I think it's like the pickups have a lot more um, deep tones to them and stuff like that. Yeah, totally. And uh, but but the SG was uh, I mean I like the the Les Paul as well but uh, I love the SG I mean uh, the body it's I mean it it's so easy to play you know and it's a it's a light guitar you know so for concerts it's good I know if you ever uh, played like a concert with a Gibson Les Paul you you know it's so heavy your back will be like. <laughs> by the it is a heavy guitar, yeah. It's a really, it's a lot thicker body than you play with, like a with like a Fender or you know a, a Gibson without without being a Les Paul. Yeah, like there's, there's, it's a lot thicker of a body. It's almost like a hollow body, but it's not hollow at all. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh, so the bass player, he has a Fender Precision, like a twenty cup, twenty some years old Fender Precision. Wow. And uh, he he got a Fender Jazz Bass. Uh, by when we started recording so uh, he used it both for recording but uh he's currently using for for practice and he will uh, definitely use it in the concert the jay's bass because it's like his new girlfriend you know he's like <laughs> you know it's like oh my jay's bass so and it sounds fucking good yeah right yeah no uh yeah p basses are amazing but to have like a like a jazz is is also i mean i i just started playing bass not too long ago uh just for fun and um definitely i've played a jazz before and they're just they're excellent guitars so it's our basses. so it's funny these said it's like it's girlfriend i understand that completely too when you when you buy a new guitar or a new bass or a new anything you're kind of in love with it and you just want to want to sleep with it exactly <laughs> so uh do you have um what was i gonna ask do you have any other uh do you guys plan on touring outside of the country or is that something you're kind of not looking forward to or not looking into the next little bit maybe later i mean i'm down uh i really want to do it uh, i mean play i lived in san francisco uh between 2018 and 19 
in uh in San Francisco, California, and I mean that's the place to be, right? I mean for punk rock, it's uh I would love to tour uh to North America, Canada, whatever. I mean I would go whatever, but uh it's for us it takes like some planning time because we need to get like vacations from our jobs, sure, and you no know, permission for our wives. <laughs> <laughs> yep, you know, and uh. But I mean, we will try. I think it will happen sometime. You know, like uh, we we don't we don't need to to be like two months touring. We can go and stay ten days somewhere, play a couple concerts, have some fun, and uh, get back. That would be awesome. This is a good way to look at it. Like I think everyone thinks you need to tour like you know the whole world and take like nine months to do it. But literally, you can take a vacation to somewhere and just have a show set up to you play like anywhere you can go to europe you can go to mexico you can go to canada you can go to like you know anywhere exactly yeah europe is good because uh it's easy to go from one place to another with train so i mean it's uh it's it's easy to move around so if you stay 10 days in europe you can like play a couple countries and that'll be cool but uh in america it's, it's i mean it's it's really big but i mean if you go to one state or two like you go to california and, and uh, oregon maybe you can you can set up like a couple of dates you know so or or in south america i mean in in inside brazil we are planning to do like a tour on the south states or cities so like you go for a weekend or so and you play like three nights in three different cities that are, that are like close to each to each other that that they'll work yeah that's a, that's a good point um that's yeah. So like in Canada, it's like we have our our country's so big, and to go any if you it take you at least five ten hours to get out of the friggin' province. So if you're in Toronto and you want to go to Vancouver, it, it'd be a train that would take like two weeks. So you have to fly everywhere to get to somewhere in uh, Canada. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of a bummer, yeah, but that, Toronto that has a lot of big. Awesome. Tor- yeah. But you said you lived in you lived in San Francisco for uh, for a year, 2018, 2019. What were you doing there? Uh, MBA. Hmm. I was I was I was uh, there for for just study to That's, do like a master. Uh, okay, so you did like it was like a what is it, University of San Francisco, I guess is the or is that what it is there? Yeah, no, it's the the it's called uh, Holt University. They have like it in San Francisco, Boston, London, and China, Shanghai, and some some places. Cool. What was, uh, was it like to live in San Francisco, like in the States? Did you, did you, I mean, the girls are pretty in, in Cal, I've been to California before and the girls are pretty, but in Brazil, I have like the best looking women in the world. So, yeah, I mean, uh, I was already taken when I was there, so, oh. <laughs> but, uh, but I mean, uh, I, I, I could choose, uh, other, other places to go, but it's like, I choose San Francisco because, because of the, the punk scene. I mean that that was because over there I, I had the, the best experience because I was there by myself and uh I had to study a lot but so I used to go out by myself a lot like either to a bar or to concerts and uh so I I could see every band that I love in San Francisco during one year you know and uh and and actually to I had drinks with a lot of people that I really love like uh, i'm a big fan like some some of those you know artists like punk rockers or that 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 play on those bands i love uh and the place is awesome right it's uh 
it's it's beautiful uh, i really i that was great like uh, amazing experience it's it's even hard to phrase it you know but mm-hmm. uh it was like every week I, i got to go to a concert like and like really cool concerts either like black wagon or bad religion or teenage bottle rocket or pennywise or against me i mean no effects every band because they they live you know around and uh, when they're not touring europe or whatever they do some home shows and uh and in small places so amazing uh the flatliners the flatliners are canadians right they're, they're from canada yeah they're they're from they're from toronto we actually opened for them oh god like 15 or 11 years ago or something like that i do we, we open for them we, we saw them i think i don't know if we opened for them or another band but yeah they're from toronto so uh they're they're huge here yeah i love them and uh I, that was funny because uh, they, they came to Brazil a couple months before I, I moved to San Francisco and uh, I went to their concert over here and then like two months after that I was in their concert over there, you know, in San Francisco and with the Brazilian concert uh, t-shirt and, and like Chris was like, where the fuck did you get this t-shirt? And I was like, yeah, I saw you in Brazil like a couple months ago. That's fun, you know, it's like, like, oh shit, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, it's, it's good that like bands like of that sort like i said not like they're like flatliners are huge but in the, i guess in the grand scheme they're not like fucking lady gaga but they do tour everywhere that's the good thing about it you can see them anywhere it's because they're so fucking good i mean <laughs> I, I, the flatliners it's uh for those new bands i mean not new but like you know they're not like from the 80s or 90s right they're one of the best like it's the, the guy the, the singer like the guy actually can sing it's it's amazing and and he performs live it's like absurd it's amazing yeah that's um that's a good point too it's good when you have a band that is actually like good at doing you know if they actually sing because he actually has like solo stuff and acoustic stuff as well so it's good to actually see people not just clang around and be drunk assholes all the fucking time which i even find a lot of like big bands are like that like i can care less to see the rolling stones they're a good band but it's just watching an old dudes fucking go but if you watch you know bands where the singers can actually just do their own thing as well or play in a band or anything it's it's good to see it is uh i i mean For punk rock, I mean, I'm not a really good singer myself. Uh, I, I'm not a singer, actually. I just, I, I do my thing there, but I'm not like a, a great singer. But I can't keep it okay or, you know. Uh, but, uh, it, I mean, for punk rock, it works. You know, I don't know if I'm able to sing other, other stuff because I'm not that talent singer. But I think that that's the beauty on it as well. I mean, it's not like horrible but it's good it's not like amazing it's it's just fine and uh it works for punk rock but i agree that it when you go to a concert with like great singers uh, even for punk rock it's amazing because you're there and you're uh, actually watching like a great performance you know besides everything else that is cool on in a punk rock show but uh when like good musicians like Uh, you see, like, uh, Propagandi from Canada. It's yep. like they're so good musicians, you know. So it's besides, like, you go there and see a bunch of drunks, which is <laughs> cool. It's it's still cool, but uh, you see, like, amazing musicians playing, and that's awesome. Yeah, like, moshing and, like, you know, headbutting people is fine, but you also want to go to see a good show. You want to hear some hack who barely can play the yeah. guitar and barely sing. 
Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. I agree. That's what I was too. Like I played, um, I played guitar in like a punk ska band before, like I said, and then I also sang for a bit. But I, I hated singing because I wasn't good at it, and I had to kind of take away from guitar playing. Like if I want to play a solo, it'd be hard to like remember to sing and play a solo. So I'm happy that you know we got someone else to do it and whatever. But it, it's hard. I think it's great that you can play rhythm and sing as well. And I think your voice is great. Like if your voice sucked, I wouldn't ask you to be on the podcast. If your band sucked, I'd be like fuck these guys. But like it sounds good. You guys are awesome. Thanks, man. I mean, I'm I'm really happy to hear that. I think we're good, you know. It's not something that I'm, you know, trying to, you know, say, oh, we're not good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I, I think we are good, not amazing, but pretty good band. And uh, it, it's that's but but it's still it's awesome to you know to uh, because I I mean we don't know each other or we don't have any connections and suddenly you know and when it message pop up like oh I, I heard you guys and it's pretty cool. Do you want to you know hang or talk? Uh, that was that that's uh, that pays off for me already you know what I mean like uh, that that's why we had this band and that's the payoff it's like okay so my music is uh, up in Canada and someone actually liked it and I was like fuck it's it's good cool I mean that that for me it's it's already like I already got there you know what I mean like I'm, I'm happy with that that's that's the idea yeah if you guys ever play here too like i definitely promote the show like everyone coming here i'd be like yo this is like i'm gonna promote this. everyone's gonna listen to this and be like hey these guys are from brazil and i have some brazilian friends too so i'm gonna ask them all about like what's this like what's that like and uh if i ever go down to brazil i definitely check you guys out and shit so it's awesome yeah also i mean and if you ever come to brazil shit you you just let me know we'll, we'll grab a beer I do Brazilian jiu-jitsu, so I mean, like, I should just totally go in there and start, like, fucking people up. No, I'm joking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do, do, but do you really do? I, yeah, I, I should do. Yeah, I do Brazilian jiu-jitsu. I'm not, like, I'm a, I'm, I'm a white belt. I'm less than a white belt. I'm, like, whatever the belt is lower than white belt. I'm just brand new, but I love it. Yeah, I, I used to, to practice. The, the other guitar player, he's, uh, he, he practices it. I have a lot of friends that... Uh, are in are, i mean they're not just practicing they're really good i i, I practice jiu-jitsu for like a year and a half something close to two years and uh i was like uh, four times a week that i was going to that place to got the uh, beat up by other people because they were so good <laughs> and i was not that good so it's like two years of getting beat up but it was good for the for my healthy Oh, oh definitely it's like the best i mean it's yeah i go there and just cons- I, I feel like i have like a fetish for being choked out by men sweating on me but it's 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 awesome and uh, <laughs> and uh yeah. I, I thought it was a compulsory like i thought if you're born in brazil you like have to like train under like the gracies in order to like live in brazil that, that's no, my- <laughs> no. We're more, a lot of people play soccer down here oh yeah soccer's huge. soccer's huge yeah and um but uh, yeah, but it's it's street fights are pretty pretty big too, so it's good to to know some jujitsu to defend yourself. <laughs> yeah, I definitely have to roll with like some security if I went to Brazil, because I'm sure everyone can just like choke me out in Brazil or you know. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, we're peaceful. Oh yeah, I I love. Uh, I just watched a show about Brazil, and I'm like, man, I love the travel. They like the beaches and the fucking women. I mean, I mean, yeah. I'm married. Don't worry, I'm married. But the women in Brazil look amazing. So. Yeah, it's it's good for the eyes. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, but the place is awesome. I mean, uh, I, I love Brazil. I mean, it's a we're a shitty countries in in a lot of ways. Like politicians are bizarre. 
you know, there's a lot of, um, you know, there's like some rich people, a lot of poor people, you know, a lot of countries had those problems, but here it's, uh, you can see it, you know. But, uh, but I, I mean, I, I, I have a, a good life. I cannot com complain, you know, have a place to live, good work. And, uh, but so for me, it's a, Brazil is amazing because the people here is, uh, they're so happy, even when they're fucked, you know, like people that are uh, some, somehow poor, uh, they, they kind of keep going. And, uh, food here is amazing. The, the nature here, like you go to the beach is, there's a lot of places it's beautiful uh so it's a good atmosphere and the weather right because uh if you go i mean to canada or i lived in pennsylvania for in high school and it was so fucking cold for me you know oh yeah the weather like, here, yeah <laughs> yeah like pennsylvania was like negative i mean do you use Celsius in Canada or, or Fahrenheit uh Celsius yeah America uses Fahrenheit we use Celsius I think you guys use Celsius too right yeah, yeah. I mean, we all do, right? Yeah, they, fuck. They, only America doesn't. Like, only America doesn't because yeah. they're fucking crazy. That's who they are. Yeah, exactly. And and makes no sense at all. But anyway, so like in Pennsylvania, winter was like negative fifteen, and that's for me was like okay, I'm not moving out of the house or you know, it's so cold. <laughs> that, yeah, like Pennsylvania is only about like six hours from where I live. Like I just cross the border and it's not too far. But yeah, we get we get really. I mean, right now it's almost like. 40 degrees celsius like it's hot in canada right now it's almost summer but in the winter it's like minus 40 it's it's ridiculous i hate it but that's eh, what we do uh, yeah. yeah i mean uh we're we're uh moving to the winter now here uh right. we're uh end of end of uh falls and uh the the, the last week was really cold it was like around seven Ugh. degrees and that that's like the worst you can get here like if you get like five celsius it's like uh, I won't move I mean, <laughs> out of my out of my bed. I I can't. It's it's just I can't. That's why you, you got to live right like in El Salvador, Nicaragua. We're just always warm all the time. Yeah, that would be good. <laughs> That's cool, man. Well, um, yeah, we can uh, wrap it up. But did you want to promote anything, or did you want just any sort of last things you want to say about the uh, band or the tours? Any shows coming up? yeah no it's just like uh i just want to thank you i mean it's really good to you know to talk and spread the world spread the world uh the word like and uh just listen to under influence we're uh this brazilian this third world uh third world first quality punk rock band yep and uh yeah that's it man just keep it real have fun and, and listen to some punk rock Awesome, man. Uh, appreciate you being on, and um, I'll friggin' message you and everything. I'll keep on texting you, and I can't wait for y'all to come out. Definitely gonna buy that shit. And if you guys, do you have merchandise at all? We do. Uh, we have some caps that uh, we we just got some caps, and uh, we're doing some stickers that uh, we're gonna give it away on on the shows. Nice. Uh, the nice. caps we're we're selling it like, but pretty much for the price uh, we 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 spent to do it, you know. Right. uh it's just i i just want like uh just to, to spread it you know i want people because the logo is it's cool so if the band goes wrong maybe i can start a a, a brand <laughs> so, <laughs> that's a good point yeah. Yeah. so I'll, I'll do something with the cabs like i got like around 60 of them so 
but anyway we're, we're just wanna we just want people to listen to it enjoy it and you know come to the concerts if they can and uh have some drinks and have fun that's that's pretty much it awesome man well it's good talking to you Guy, and uh, hopefully i'll talk to you again all right yeah sure awesome. uh thanks a lot again and uh have a good one man you too man peace out peace Oh